0: I need you to turn with me to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And it reads as such. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Our topic for today is put your focus on and faith in Christ. Put your focus on and faith in Christ. This year is going to be unlike any other year we've experienced as far as celebrating Christmas, the birth of our Lord and Savior. We are faced with being more creative than we've ever been. We are used to gathering with unlimited amounts of family, visiting friends, even traveling if we choose to do something a little different for the season. We usually are out buying trees, more decorations, figuring out color schemes, planning and attending parties, as well as providing support for those in need. But this year, we face an object that we can't see, it changes daily, and its destruction has gotten even more deadly. We're still in a pandemic. We all seem to be dealing with some form of attention deficit and inability to focus during these tense, turbulent, and unpredictable times. With all the information, some true and even more false, coming quickly through all forms of media, especially social media, which is how we live these days, we also have babies being shot and killed, bank accounts being hacked, self-doubt, personal life stuff, Family stuff, marriage stuff, kid stuff, business stuff, spouse stuff, bay and boo stuff, health stuff, job stuff. Death, separation, isolation, single folks' hormones is raging, overeating, overthinking, a lot of drinking, fussing and fighting. It seems that where to get Lysol, Lysol wipes and other cleaning supplies has taken our attention. It's like being in a washing machine only in two of the cycles. The wash where constant agitation takes place, then right into the spin cycle where you can't take any more of the madness because your brain is overloaded and the tension all over the place but I am here to encourage you today to put your focus on and faith in Christ wait a minute this just said it's been reported that Christ can handle COVID and craziness if we just focus and put our faith in him see since we, we we can't connect the way that we used to we search out other means such as social media because social media has become such an, a, a distraction to our attention, time, and energy, it has all been refocused on that thing. Social media has become like a drug to us when we use it. It changes our very mood. See, what happens is we, we, we look for, wait for, and count responses to our senseless rants, raves, uh, innermost thoughts, uh, comments, and if we don't get the likes, loves, or comments comments that we want then everybody got a stank attitude but see i'm here to tell you that christ has been hitting our like and love button forever and he hasn't stopped now we need to act like we see it but we 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 sometimes get blind to the fact but check this out he woke you up this morning He guided you to the coffee, tea, and food, reminded you to take your meds, had you to remind your family and friends to tune in, and had you get ready for this service. But before that, he protected you, and when you went to the store, kept people from sneezing and coughing on you, got you home safe. But before that, He made sure you had a job and if you lost it, made sure you had resources to survive. But some were inspired to start a business not burying their talent. Some were able to to dedicate more time to their business, earning more money because you were supposedly home teleworking. Wink, wink. Some were inspired to lose weight and and, and improve their self-esteem and had more energy and became more active so that they could participate in ministry more often. Some of us Whoo, got cut off. But then some of us got better jobs in a pandemic, I might add. Some of us, you went outside and the repo man didn't get your car. Some of us even got new cars. But God also gave you some ends to keep you afloat, provided you with a church family who supports you and tries to meet you at your point of need. A pastor who is reachable. A first lady who loves on you, a diaconate and elders who work tirelessly anywhere they can, and preachers who will pray for you, give you lights, all in food and a good laugh if you need it. Now, in our text, Isaiah, one of the major prophets in the Bible, was active during a time in Israel where the kingdom had divided into two kingdoms, the northern and southern. The northern was Israel and the southern was Judah. The northern kingdom sinned greatly against God, and the southern was not too far behind in their sin against God. They were perverting justice, oppressing the poor, turning to God from idols, looking for military assistance from pagans rather than looking to God. But that is sounds like a country that I'm real familiar with right now, y'all. The United States has been and continues to pervert justice, oppress people of color and the poor, we continuously turn away from God to idols. And right now, in this country, we are split, just like the split that produced the northern and southern kingdoms. We are sinning against God. We are perverting justice, oppressing the poor, turning, to God, turning from God to idols. We are divided on just about everything. Climate change, wearing protective masks, race and economics. Churches are actually suing their state governments to go back into the building, while others are saying, wait, it's not safe yet. Some people think all people of color, men, women, and children, are lazy and criminal, deserving to be shot. While white criminals get pardons, reduction in sentences, and not guilty verdicts, criminals come in every color. The people of color are always the first suspect, judged the harshest, and considered violent. I didn't touch the ones unjustly killed, those wrongly convicted, and the, all but for, and the homeless who are all but, have been all but forgotten. We are in a pandemic, y'all. We need to keep our faith and focus on Christ. The prophet Marvin Gaye says, this makes me want to holler, throw up both my hands. Now, but here's the good news. It's been reported that 2 Chronicles 7.14 will help. You know it. Y'all are Bible readers. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal the land. Now here's the thing: in order to pray, seek, and turn, that takes focus. We have to focus. Now here's the question, and we're going we're going to get into these three points, and we're going to get out of the way. The question is: How do I focus on Christ? How do I walk this out? Where do I turn? Where do I begin? Well, you start with the first point is you start with the wonderful counselor. This is where you go for your help. Now, let me ask this question. What do counselors do? They represent, defend, and present. Now, somebody is thinking, okay, wait a minute. We're talking about with Rick their addictions, counselors, mental health counselors. No, we're talking the other counselors because this is a legal matter. This right here, because God's law was broken. Adam and Eve transgressed God's law. Okay, so we needed a counselor to do what counselors do represent, defend, and present. We still have judgment to face down the road, but we have the wonderful counselor. See, I understand where we are in the dispensation. We're under grace, but we still have to face judgment at some point. So check this out when we pray, it's in Jesus Christ's name. He takes our prayers, He represents what we, rep- excuse me, represents. What we should be saying, he presents our case daily to the judge of all judges. He defends our unrighteous behavior. He has secured our forgiveness, and he presents us as faultless. He is our wonderful counselor. Not even Matlock, Perry Mason, Denny Crane, Johnny Cochran, and O.J. Simpson's dream team could do what Christ does for us daily. He substituted for our sin. Y'all don't believe me? Jude 24, 25. And now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Y'all didn't like that one. Check this one out. Just so you know, I'm not lying. First John two, one and two says, my dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, We have the one who speaks to the Father in our defense. There it is, Christ Jesus. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, not only ours, but for the sins of the whole world. Boom, there you go. I can walk away with it. That's a wonderful counselor. Second point, next you turn to mighty God or eternal Father, and that's for healing. We sing a song entitled, What a Mighty God We Serve. We sing it and we, we rock with it. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. We even do a little dance with it. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. But I could leave it right here and say, and this is Bible, y'all, by his stripes we are healed. Boom, that would be it. And I can get up out of here. But I want to prove what I'm saying. Deuteronomy 32, 39. We're talking about his might. Okay. See now that I am he. And there's no God besides me. It is I who put to death and give life. I have wounded and I who heal. And there's no one who can deliver from my hand. In other words, I'm gonna give y'all the street corner uptown version. God is certifying that he is I am. But to break it down even further, he's saying, yeah, I'm that dude. Try me either way. It all begins and ends with me. You better ask somebody or to give it to my millennials. God might say, you better Google me, chump. First Timothy, come on, we gonna, we, I'm going to take it a little further. Let me, I want to submit this thing because you need to understand you got your wonderful counselor. Now you're going to mighty God, the eternal father. First Timothy 6, 15 and 16. 15 is starting at the B clause, the other part of the scripture. The apostle Paul which talks about his it is him being eternal. The apostle Paul describes Christ as the blessed and only ruler, the king of king and lord of lords, who alone possesses immortality, that's living forever, eternal, and dwells in an unapproachable light whom no man has seen or can see. To him be honor and eternal dominion. Eternal. He is always with us now let's roll over to the third point then you end out with the prince of peace or Emmanuel and this is where it all comes together y'all it's for hope you got your help you got your healing now you're going to get your hope Matthew one twenty three reads behold the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God is with us. Now, that right there should give you peace knowing that God is always with us. Does the word lie? No, it doesn't. Does God lie? No, it doesn't. That's God's word, so we know it's not a lie. But let me make it, take it even further Psalm 46, verses 1 through 7. God is our refuge and our strength, a very ready help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth shakes and the mountains slip into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at its its swelling pride. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. If that doesn't give you hope, nothing will. If that's not hope, I don't know what hope is. Knowing that God, Emmanuel, is always there for us. That means whatever I face, whatever I go through, whatever the world throws at me, whatever knocks me down it is Emmanuel who will provide me with help when i need it healing when i need it and also backs it up with hope cuz here it is y'all because hope is built on nothing less than jesus blood and righteousness but see here is this hope is the platform for which has the following impact right now faith has an impact or hope has an impact on our faith don't believe me watch this we are saved by faith we accept Christ by faith. We are justified by faith. We are sanctified by faith. We're delivered by faith. We are regenerated by faith. We're protected by faith. We walk by faith. We get peace by faith. We live by faith. Faith is our hope, not sorrow. Faith is our joy for tomorrow. Faith gets us through mess Faith helps us pass the test. Faith gets us through depression. It shows Christ a good impression. Faith gets us through thru- through tough times. Faith will change your very life. Faith cures misery and strife. Faith makes us jump and shout. Faith removes all doubt. Hope will get us through COVID, but faith knows what God already did. Put your focus and faith on Christ Jesus, the author and finisher of of our faith.